Good evening. I am Victor Damon of the Damon Saloon. Come in, come in. I was just admiring this newly purchased mirror. Fascinating things, aren't they? The way they create a snapshot of the soul that's so imperfect. Unreachable. Close to reality, yet not quite right. I have no need for such trinkets myself, of course. But for those with a soul to distort... Now who could that be? Alright gang, you're lost. Again. You're in Tremaine Bluffs. Again. But this time it's Nessa's fault you're lost. So, that's new. Oh, by the way, you're back in the Damon Saloon. Again. Why are we here? Well, I don't know, Jacques. The map that you gave me led us to here. But you made that map. <laughs> yeah, was and right whose fault is that? The Hopper person who right told me to make a, a map. Hopper was right there with a real map. And you said, no, no, I got this. I'm sorry, Jacques. You knew that he was doing this? Yeah, you knew that I was doing this? <laughs> I trusted you. Rookie mistake. Chuck looks to Hopper. Hopper looks down at the map that Ness is holding <laughs> and says, Well, the problem is that Ness drew over my map. <laughs> so now I can't read it. Well, it's a lot cooler now when he flips it and there's like a little skull and crossbones and there's like treasure question mark. And then there's like a different section that says there be monsters here. And then there's one labeled Jetco. Just Jetco. Okay, that's it. I am sitting in front for the rest of this trip. Meanwhile, we're just going to cut to the ladybug for a second where Kubo's just sitting on the dash and then there's a brief pause. I have successfully calculated our trajectory to the Ba'adenu forest. Anyone? Anyone? And we switch back to everyone in the Damon Saloon. Ness is drawing on his map more with like crayons that he took out of nowhere and is like, well, the thing about maps is that if you change them, then everything gets okay. Napper goes, no, no, that's not the thing about maps. While Ness continues to talk over him with like, see, if I put a road here, that means there's like a road there, right? No. Well, regardless of what the facts are about maps, one fact is that I believe we should try to leave this place because last time we got lost, argued about maps, and found ourselves in this place, we had a very strange adventure that I do not particularly wish to repeat. So I believe we should try to go back to the car and find our way to where we need to go. Yeah, because you are back at the scene of your last Halloween adventure. You are back at the Damon Saloon. Just like last time, the Damon Saloon is a rustic, classical place. It's filled with all sorts of classic fantasy monsters, just like orcs, tieflings, but not Jeff. Not after what happened in Numenerica. Jeff. Never Jeff again. I haven't listened to part two yet. Did Jeff die? Does Jeff die in part two? No, don't, don't nod. Don't confirm that. No. Does he actually die? Because I can't remember and I was just playing along. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. But the empty chair where Jeff once sat is the second most unsettling thing in this room. Because the first one is the man behind all of your terrible experiences last year. In front of you, behind the bar, you see a bartender with a bartender's apron and a ratty cloak. And he turns around to all of you slowly with a calm, malevolent confidence. 
and he says, Good evening. I am Victor Damon of the Damon Saloon. How can I... You're not supposed to be here. No. We've since learned that someone's opening with good evening is a sign of trouble. <laughs> None of us want to be here. It's not like I want you to be here either. Didn't you learn your lesson last time? Or have you already forgotten? We oh, learned no. it. We're, we, we learned it. We did. We learned it. Learned it so good. This was just an accident. Actually, you don't have a second map on you, do you? That hasn't been drawn all over in crayon? It's art! Now, now. You fine folks won't need a map where you're going. And that's when you notice the man in front of you. He's sitting at the bar in the seat Hopper Scotch sat in last year. And he's just rolling two 12-sided die in his hands. No. Two blank 12-sided die. Hopper Scotch? This man turns around to face you. He's got a wide brim cowboy hat, black with a red line on it. He's wearing a fancy red suit coat with a blue vest, but most notably is a wide mustache and a patch of hair on the chin. And this man turns over to you, looks Hop dead in the eyes and says, well, howdy there, me. Hopper, I'm trying to describe the face that I am making. <laughs> Hopper kind of like looks this man up and down and then like squints his right eye while cocking his face, looking very puzzled at this stranger and goes, I'm sorry, do I know you? Simon Scotch, you didn't tell me you had a twin. Hopper shakes his head and goes, I, I, I don't though. Oh, but he looks... Almost like you, except he has more hair in his face. Yeah, that's weird, right? That's that's weird that he looks just like me, but with more hair on his face. Is this an ideal version of yourself? Can you not <clears throat> grow proper facial hair? I could if I tried. I'm not sure, but we'd call that proper facial hair. Thank you, Shock. I mean, I'm not a fan of it, but it's more hair than <laughs> you have. And I'm just trying to figure out if maybe this is our thing this time is like... Oh, we're trying to learn about, like, how we try to idealize ourselves. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on this time. Ain't nothing ideal about me, ma'am. Oh, so you're edgy, too. Uh, no, that's not... Uh... I'm more of a reflection in the rusted mirror. A, a copy with a bit more scratches and dust. And I'm from what folks tend to call an evil alternate universe. Are you also an accountant? Because you look like maybe you're also an accountant. Ma'am, <laughs> I'm a gambler. Oh my god. The only numbers I care about are those that let me win and miss fate's lovely game. That's why I named myself after my favorite, after all. And he clutches the dice in his hand, raises the hand to his brow and tips it. You can call me Hopscotch. <sighs> He's somehow cooler and less cool than you. Hopper's like pinching the bridge of his nose and he goes, ah, I know, I know. <laughs> because he knows and he doesn't, he doesn't know how to process all this. <laughs> so you, you actually walk around calling yourself Hopscotch. That's how this is, that's how this is going to go. Of course. Just got that name back. <laughs> Does Evil Hop have like a satchel or anything? Allie, please call him Hopscotch. 
One word, hopscotch. I hate it even more. You made me hate it even more. Does hopscotch have a satchel or anything? Does Hopper have a satchel? Yeah, he's got like an adventurer's satchel. Yeah, it's, it looks almost backpack. the same as yours, but it's more rustic and cooler. All right, Ness is in it. <laughs> Shock is going to see that and pull him out. <laughs> what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Shock is going to hoist Ness out of there like he's a little baby and just like no, hold him no. off to the side and say, well, this has been very fun, but don't ever talk to me or my son ever again. <laughs> This is just like kicking. And <laughs> no, no, you're not. Let me, let me. Come on. And Hopscotch looks to you, Shock, and says, Forever the buzzkill in every universe, eh, Shock? Well, I don't have a response to that yet. <laughs> and so I bid you good day. Shock will storm to the other side of the room with Ness. Ness is still just like, get, 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 get. He's trying to struggle without hurting Shock. <laughs> Ellie's gonna muscle up to Hopscotch. And bring out her claws. Now, last time something weird happened here, we couldn't leave. You seem to be somehow connected to us. I would like to very politely, because I don't know if murdering you will also murder Hop, my Hop, the good <laughs> Hop, the Hop that is not bad. Thank you. And is not you and has less facial hair, but that's okay. It's a choice. Of course it's okay. I lost my train of thought. Hop I was is... threatening you. I was trying yeah. to get information from you. Tell me what's going on. Hopscotch looks at the three claws, looks up at the three unlit candles, and then looks at Misha and their one red eye. Oh no. I didn't know you two could be so precious. Come on, Ellie. Ashim, we got business to attend to. And with that, oh, he stands no. up and walks off after shock and Ness. Oh no. I'm sorry, what? It's backwards. Oh no. Ashim. All right, so Shock, Hop, and Ness, you have all made your way to kind of that dining area you sat at last time when you did planning, and you sat at the first available seats. Right now, it's just you three, as well as you can see there's a hooded figure who's just kind of slumped over also at the table. Their head is kind of in their hands, and you can't make anything out except for their black hoods and then these full black gloves that they're wearing. And after a few moments there, the figure next to you jolts up with a bang. The bang coming from Hopscotch as he like sits down on the table and makes a big slam on the desk. Come on now, Shock, wake up and say hi to everyone else. And the robe figure just turns his head to the side before turning his head back down into the table. And he just goes, but I'm tired. Pout, pout, pout. Was this your plan all along? This is your dunks? If shock is idealized, Tom, what does that make evil shock, Tom? <laughs> oh no, does, is, that, is this just me? Is this just me? Look, I, I sometimes take care of myself. And he turns his head back up after a pause and goes, Hopscotch! I'm hungry. <laughs> and Hopscotch goes, Well then, order something, Shock. But I'm tired. And his head goes back down again. <laughs> I like to think that Ness is still mid-struggle with actual Shock. But then upon like seeing evil Shock, 
it kind of stops. It's almost like a freeze frame where he's like mid pushing his shock away. And then Ness just starts going. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, how's it feeling, Shuck? I I haven't processed how Shock feels yet because Tom is just relieved. When you when you first approached me, it was like, "Are you okay with being roasted?" If it comes from a place of love, that last part made me feel like it was going to be so much more serious. Like, what the fuck is he planning to say if he had to put that addendum on it? I should know. I do have a list of thirteen tenants of evil Shock. <laughs> no, he has. <laughs> Four times more notes than any other character. This episode is a vehicle for evil shock. No. (laughs) Shock just stares. He doesn't have a response. He doesn't have anything to comprehend. Actual Hopperscotch is looking between Hopscotch and evil shock. And he goes, so you say you're from this other place. Why? Do you need something from us? Well, I need a favor. Although not. Much of a favor if it helps save your world as well. Oh, God. I may have made a bit of a bad bet. Uh, my calculations were a little off and... Because you're a gambler, not an accountant. Well, accountant boy, did you predict something like this with your fancy accounting maths? Fortune telling and prediction are different than math. It's called math science, sir. Then ultimately, at the end, it sounds like we're in the same boat. (sighs) And by boat, I mean rapidly collapsing multiverse. Come on, let's get a move on. You're you're gonna have to follow up with collapsing multiverse. (laughs) That's not gonna be, that's not, you gotta, you gotta have facts. You gotta have some. And with that, you see the door just swing shut. As Hopscotch is already gone, and you just hear the shuffling of Evil Shock's big, bright red Kingdom Heart shoes <laughs> as he slowly just drags his feet to the door. So Shock has put Ness down by this point and just sort of looks over at the nearest person and says, I'm not, not really that bad, am I? <laughs> Hopper shakes his head and goes, of course not. You're wonderful, Shock. Shock, I would have stopped traveling with you very quickly (laughs) if you had been that bad. I'm just glad that I haven't met me. What am I like? I don't know. I also don't know what I am like. Same Scotch mentioned us, but I don't know where we are. It's a good thing that we got lost, right? Because this is really fun. No, I disagree. (laughs) That's your opinion. That's your opinion, man. Ellie's just going to start following them. Yeah, so Hopscotch is already gone. Evil Shock is just pacing by the door. He doesn't seem stressed. It just seems like a thing he does. Yeah. And when you get to the door, what do you try to do? I was going to grab Evil Shock by the collar slash hood and like pull him out with me. So you go, you go like grab him and then push the door to leave? Yeah. All right, so you grab him with ease. You push the door and conk, you just hit your head on it. Um, I feel like I should say ow, but I didn't really feel that, but I probably should have. And Evil Shock just sighs. I think the answer to this is pretty obvious. I will stab you. Do not use that tone with me. What, what, is, what is the obvious part exactly? Well, when we try to open a door, what do we look at to see if we push or pull? There's no writing on this door. 
someone. If you're getting pedantic about door handles. Someone take me away from him right now. <laughs> Hopper will actually do this. Hopper will like gently take Ellie's arm and just move her backwards. Hopper, I'm going to kill him. You can't. Game master, do we see door handles? <laughs> <laughs> you don't, but Victor Damon just leans over the bar because he just kind of wants you out at this point. That's fair. And he says, the riddle is pull the push door. And he points to the door, which you can see has its handle on the outside. Were you supposed to tell us the riddle before we went for the door? <sighs> well, if you had read the clearly visible plaque or asked me at any point, nobody listens to poor Victor. No, never. All right. All right. What did we see? What did we see Evil Hop do? Because we watched him walk out. You described us watching him walk out. He's got a point. In response to hearing that, Evil Shock's gonna just cross his arms. Well, I guess you're right. You could have mentioned that beginning. I was gonna, like, have you do a whole thing. But fine, fine. No, you saw him, okay? Is that what you want to see? It's a push door. And so to get to the opposite world, you do the opposite and you pull on it. As a, as a callback to our last Halloween episode where Shock as Misha cast it fling on the door i want misha now to do fling on the door <laughs> you just fling it backwards yes give me a roll it hits Great. evil shock that would be fine uh, that was a seven. Oh yeah no she needed the roll of three for that so yeah it hits evil shock that's just a given but then it keeps flying and victor demon just ducks under it and he looks at you all and just says get out We've been wanting to. We're trying. With pleasure. Your place sucks, man. That we leave. And you find yourself in the most horrifying sentence I can say. You find yourself in the capital city of Dreolus, the city of Kai. Oh shit. Kyle acknowledged the name of a country from the lore. I hate it. That means you know we're in some kind of bizarro world. Oh. Are we in the actual core rulebook of Numenera? Oh. We're in the core rulebook now, baby. Do I hold all the cards now? Uh, oh no. Well, Evil Shock holds all, holds all the cards. <laughs> yeah, in fact, Evil Shock pulls out the Numenera core rulebook. Not Numenera Discovery <laughs> and Destiny, the original Numenera core rulebooks. I mean, he's got Discovery and Destiny, too, but they're back at home. He hasn't done anything with them yet. He's just kind of read them for fun. No, he, he hasn't even read them for fun, honestly. He skimmed <laughs> some parts for like a one shot, but he hasn't read them yet. Anyways, he's got the core rulebook. So if you ever ask any facts about this place or what it looks like, I can actually pull it up. Oh, there will be no need for that. <laughs> we can just ask him directly, can't we? <laughs> so, yeah, you end up. You're, you're in the city of Key. Sorry. Kai. You're in the city of Kai. The city looks kind of similar to how it looked in Quest Friends, although a little less monotone. So like Quest Friends, we had like one gimmick, right? It was like towers and treadmills. But this is an actual diverse city with like diverse districts and just lots of lore. You can go a whole bunch of places and have your own little mini adventure there. But you don't hear anything. You get out and you notice that the sky is overcast in this eternal orange haze. Guess you could say the Kai is overcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I'll be here all night. Whenever Tom says something like that, just assume in canon that Evil Shock said it. Should I just start playing <laughs> Evil Shock from this point on? If you want to, I will let I, you. I don't. <laughs> I don't. 
If you look out at the city, you can see that bits and pieces of it are missing, as if chunks were just consumed and taken away someplace else. But in the distance, after a while in this place, you see a dust cloud. It gets closer and closer. And as it does, you hear classical music? Where another car might play a hard rock song or Eurobeat. This is just playing very loud classical music. And as it gets closer and closer, it looks familiar but off. It's shorter than you remember it. Instead of being red and spotted, it's orange and spotted. In the front of it, you can see the window, which normally is just a big window, is framed as if there's like a giant M on the front or angry villainous eyes. And perhaps worst of all, instead of legs, it has wheels. Oh no, I don't actually like wheels, so no, that's very horrifying. (laughs) And after a few seconds, the lady beetle drives up to you, slowly and gently and carefully crawls to a halt, and the side doors open up to allow you inside. Was it driving on its own? Was anybody driving it? Huh, funny you should ask, because the driver actually steps out of the driver's seat. Hallie, how would you describe the driver? The driver is a small robot, approximately Ness's height and also exact visage, but he is wearing a sweater vest, a bow tie, and very shiny shoes. And yes, I realize that I am describing Hopper Scotch's prime outfit, but on small Ness, it looks a lot worse and a lot more dweebish. He also, even though he doesn't have hair, has like bangs that have been just like horribly, horribly slicked down and like combed to the side. We've drawn him with like a little antenna, like a sprig of hair. So imagine if he had that antenna, but slicked down and combed over, like somebody took like gel in a wet comb and was just brushing their sons of woolly hair. This darkness and he's a nerd. <laughs> darkness, then greet everybody by saying, Chario, my name is Nestle. Welcome to the Lady Beetle. Nestle? We have tea and crumpets waiting for you in the Lady Beetle because it's tea time, my very favorite time of day. Everybody is welcome. And then uh, Real Ness says, this, is, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> this stop being fun. Shock is just going to look at Ness. <laughs> This isn't fun anymore. I don't like this. I don't like, I don't like the lady beetle thing. And I don't like you. I don't, why? I'm afraid I don't understand your answer. Good friend. I'm not your friend. Anyways, <laughs> we ready for some tea time? We're ready for some tea time. Uh, Nestle has a wonderful spread, but um, he doesn't have any like, like normally tea time is like pastries or like biscuits and jam or like treats, but all those are bad for you. So Nestle just has like broccoli, dry toast and broccoli <laughs> and raisins. No, Hop like, likes raisins. Nobody can like things that are here. Black licorice. Black licorice. Ellie likes black licorice. Yeah. Pineapple and pizza. No, pineapple and pizza is delicious. <laughs> Fuck you. No, he's got to have like celery sticks, but there's no dip. Oh, no. I like them without dip, though. Oh, well, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> so you're all looking at these terrible teas, but all of it is overwhelmed by this fragrance of the dark coffee that Hopscotch is just kind of waving in front of his face. <laughs> and he takes a big sip of it, sets the glass down, and says... Glass? Does he have a glass of coffee? (laughs) It's burning his hand, but he's still holding on to it because he's a man. The pain makes me feel alive. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'd wager 
you all have a fair few questions. Yeah, we've been asking them to you and you don't answer them. What is this? Why do you need our help? What do you mean the multiverse is crashing? And he picks up his hands and he has three fingers up. He says three. You get three questions. Why? What else are you going to do today? No, don't! Hover! Oh my god, I didn't realize you said two questions! Two so, of them! I used to... I'm so sorry. I'm so... We just had an episode released where... But I didn't make that mistake that time, so I didn't learn anything. <laughs> I'm sorry, team. For what it's worth, Hopper, immediately after asking two questions, just, like, put his face in his hands, and he's listening to the answers, but he's just shaking his head. My apologies. I don't think he meant to ask those questions... Can we have a redo? No! no! <laughs> and he takes another sip and he puts up one finger. Why? Well, it's difficult to know. I tried to put my team together. Just happened to end up with the same folks that you all fell in line with. Two, what else am I going to do today? Well, I hanker. I'm going to do the first heroic thing in my rotten life. And three, can Hopper... Have a redo? There ain't no redos in life, darling. (laughs) Ellie is gonna slam her hand on the table. Do not sass me. Do not whine or try to patronizingly explain things to me. She's directing this towards Evil Shock. And Evil Shock just turns over to Hopscotch and says, Can you please just tell her I don't like confrontation? (laughs) Explain what you want, why you want it. Now. Another sip. And his eyes narrow. And Hopscotch is a bit perplexed. You genuinely think I'm supposed to be intimidated by you. Ellie looks offended. I mean, a little bit, yeah. Your world certainly is soft. Well, I'm a man of my word, I suppose. And my word was that I was gonna tell you nothing else. Nestle in shock. Tell him what's going on. <laughs> Ellie will just roll her eyes and throw herself to the either a chair or the floor, wherever she is going to sit. Nestle gets up to the center of the room. As my associate, Mr. Scotch over here, allayed earlier. Ness begins to groan in the background at words like allayed <laughs> and associate. He recruited a whole team. Himself, my Colleague Shock. Evil Shock just hides his friendship bracelet. (laughs) Ellie and Ashim collected them all together in one team. However, you will notice Ellie and Ashim are not currently on the premises. That is because they are currently planning to destroy the multiverse. Well, actually, they don't intend to destroy the multiverse. As much as they intend to collect it. Thank you, colleague Shock. That is an important distinction to what I was saying. And what I was saying changes immensely because of your participation. (laughs) This episode sucks. I feel (laughs) a little bit better about Hop Scotch not being intimidated by me if my alternate universe self is trying to collect a multiverse. Regardless, is there really... A difference as to whether Ellie and Misha want to destroy or collect the multiverse if it's going to fail to exist anymore afterwards. That is a very good point, not Ashim. I am Misha. (laughs) (laughs) 
I believe the distinction was important to colleague Jacques because the collection is the overarching goal of our former friend, Ellie. You see, she wants to collect everything related to someone she knew once named Carl. Ellie goes white. It would appear that, how do I put this politely? Well, she wants to collect everything related to Carl. And just like your happiness spreads to friends of friends of friends, when Carl was connected to one thing, that thing was connected to another thing, which was connected to another thing, and then obviously that connects to the entire multiverse as a whole. Very well said, colleague Shock, and definitely what I was going to say, but better. <laughs> now, there are tests that are going to be handed out, so I hope everybody was listening because they're really, really hard. And then <laughs> actual Ness from the back goes, nah! <laughs> he just makes this feral noise. Does anyone take the test? No. 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 I think not. Okay, perfect. Hopscotch doesn't either. <laughs> and as soon as Nestle is gone, he takes a cigar out of his mouth and with experience sets the tip on the uh, paper he was given, which just quickly flies alight and then disappears. It just burns up. Now, I suppose the next question is why I brought you four here. Well, I didn't manage to talk much to... Ellie and Sheen before they ran off to make their own little party. So I'm not quite sure where they went. Now, Nestle has put together a little map for us. And he points down at the table, which has an intricately laid out map. It's <laughs> completely perfect. It is immaculate. There is a key. It is very geometrical. This is a better map than Hopper Scotch would make. Now... I don't know how they think, but if we really are mirrored reflections of each other, well, I thought you two, and he points to you, Ellie, and points to you, Misha, may be able to uh, put your noggins together and figure out a place of mutual importance for these two. And no worries if you gotta do that mind-meld thing to figure it out. I've seen it before. Uh, that, the what? He leans back <laughs> in his chair. I don't know. It has something to do with that data fear, Tom. Tom. Why, why not? Why not just give in to the confusion? Call him Tom. <laughs> Coward. I don't know. It has something to do with that data fear shock keeps going on about. That, that is confusing. Do you mean I can use it to communicate with shock? Well, my shock. But I haven't done it with Ellie before. So what is that about? Perhaps in this universe, there's a shock that has the ability to mentally link with organics as well. Misha will look at Evil Shock and be like, can you communicate with Ellie and Misha? What? No. Well, it was possible. <laughs> <laughs> so this Ellie- It's not in the core rule book. It's not an ability. So this Ellie can access the data sphere? Is she a nano? She's the nano. She's the nano. <laughs> Would you like to explain that a little bit more for me? Well, go on. I think it's better if you experience it for yourselves. Now, this boy over here says he talks to some data sphere spirits or something like that. Maybe you could reach out into this data sphere and feel it for yourself. 
Shock will do it. Do you want to also do that, Misha? Be careful. Misha will look a bit maybe uncomfortable at it, but then seeing how determined Shock looks at that, they will help as well. Roll me in defense. Oh my god. It's a good thing I am not trained in that. But I can spend four levels of effort. I also got a ten. Uh, oh my god, that was a one. A one! Yeah. Shut up, Pally. I didn't spend anything. Alright, so Shock, you don't take any int damage. And Misha, you don't either, but that's because you rolled a one. You get worse. Oh, fuck. You reach out and a chill goes down your spine as you try to commune with the data fear. Much like the sky itself, something is overcast and grisly about this. Although, uh, where the sky is more orange, this feeling, if you can put a feeling into a color, is more of a hint of red. And as you continue to commune more and more, you just hear a word. Repeat it. And shock, you're able to disconnect from the data fear. But you still hear that word again, this time coming from Misha's mouth. Can Misha reply? Can Misha? Yeah, actually, Misha, your red eye stays there, but your gray eye turns a different shade of red. It turns crimson instead of the cinnabar color. Oh my god. And so, Misha, you'll be able to respond, but you are also still- this entity is still speaking uh, through. Misha, to others also, I, I would like to rule that like when Ashim is talking, they will look like calm and composed and whatever, and then when Misha responds, they're just going to like look super freaked out about it and just like not- do not want this. And then they're going to say, why have we come here? I, I I don't know why 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 are you? What do you mean you used to be machine in suit of human armor? What are you? Why are you doing this? Farm? What? What farm? What do you mean? I I hear what you're saying and I I don't like any of it. Please just just whatever you're trying to do, feel free to do it. Just just leave me and my friends be and and go back, please. I don't want anything with you. Are you afraid? Well, My aunts? I do. I love them very much. Why are you asking me this? And with that, the crimson light disappears. Misha Jarvis, are, are you okay? No, I'm not. I did not like doing this. Why did you tell us to do this? What did you think that would accomplish? And that's to hopscotch. Well, if I know, but a gambler knows you don't put your own life in the pot. Ellie's gonna sock hopscotch. <laughs> Hopscotch is hurting. He's hurting real bad. Yeah. Hopperscotch was about to. Like. Yeah, he gets punched, but you see him set his hands back on the dice, and you see an Easy Life brand on the back of his hand light up, <sighs> and he rejuvenates with life, because while Hopperscotch lost life points in Hopscotch, Don't. Hopscotch <laughs> has enough that he has some to spare. No, 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 no. 
And then someone, please pick on the map where you think Evil Ellie and Evil Misha would be. Well, Shock doesn't know about uh, Lagrash. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I was thinking, honestly. And Misha will look at the map. And when they see Lagrash, or I always forget how to pronounce it. Is we it do Lagrash. That's how I think that's the intent. Well, canonically, there are many different pronunciations in Universe <laughs> 2. Well, canonically, there are many different pronunciations Fuck for you. this place. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, so yeah, they will look at it and then they will stop. And say, well, I, I don't remember many other than the ones that I have gone with with you. But other than that, there's Leg Rush and, and Leg Rush. And they will just point to that one because that's really the only one. Ellie is going to look deeply upset. <laughs> Oh, great. Yep, that's the one. Found it. You know it too? Sure do. You know, some good things, some bad things, some medium things. It's the same for me too. Mostly good things. Just one bad thing. That's good. You know how I said we were only going to play things from the core rulebook? Fuck it. I'm breaking that rule <laughs> because I put a creepy castle above Lagrash and damned if I'm not going to use Henry Hyde Castle, the creepy, like, science lab castle. <laughs> oh, no. Not that castle, Kyle. So it's, yeah. it's, it's storming and it's raining. It was always dusty in your leg rash, but it's raining here because it's an alternate universe and I can do what I want. And the rain is pouring down as the wheels of the Lady Beetle make their way up towards Henrin Hyde Castle. Although in this world, it's more like a fortress. And as you make your way up, Hopscotch just looks to the rest of you and says, Now these two in our world are hell in a handbasket. Going straight up to them with your three claws is... Not necessarily the smartest idea, so... Why do you keep saying three claws? Are there more than three... Does she have more than three claws? <laughs> Don't laugh at me! Y'all best come up with a plan. Ellie's feeling really jealous and inadequate right now. In response to y'all best come up with a plan, Hop will say, Oh, because your gambles failed? <gasps> oh! 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 Shots fired! Oh! Oh! <laughs> Hopscotch hey. looks unfazed, but little Simon Simon hurts inside. Wow, it's just the same name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> His first and last name are swapped in this universe, <laughs> but it's still Simon Simon. That's better. And I'm glad he's hurting. Thank you. <laughs> Can I ask, uh, what did you try that didn't work? Gambling. <laughs> exactly. I tried the biggest gamble I could think of. This is my first plan. Hopper was not expecting that answer, and he is so much angrier. We can throw him out of the vehicle, right? That would be fine with, <laughs> with me and with Hopper. Like All right. You need to stop laughing when I ask you about the claws. Eleven. Eleven? She's got eleven. You happy? Where? Where? Does she fit them all on her hands? Are they on both hands? Are they on her feet? How does she have eleven? Beats the hell out of me, alright? That wasn't what she was preoccupied with talking about. But by the way, you may want to prepare yourself. You ain't gonna like this next part. Have we liked any part? <laughs> <laughs> it was a dramatic transition, babyface. Hmm. 
Hopper, in response to that, will like slam the papers down that he was like scribbling little plans on and go, your mustache looks bad. (laughs) Well, it looks better than the sideburns I know both of us tried in college. (laughs) I don't want to be impolite here, but I don't like you. (laughs) Funny, the one thing you and I have in common, it seems. (laughs) In response, Hopper will like sort of fold his hands over the table like he's got a proposition. As you've said several times now, you're a gambling man. How confident are you in a gamble that you could successfully lead Ellie and Ashim into a trap for us? If we were to set up some kind of thing, we would need someone who's good at risks, brave enough to take them, and can calculate them to be able to pull this off. Now, I'm not saying- Give me a roll. 19. He leans in close and his smirk grows even wider. I'm listening. Welcome to the announcement break for Quest Friends, the Damon AU. I'm Kyle, your GM, and today's episode is a bit of a unique one, and not just because it's a bonus episode. Today's episode is also unique because I used a new editing format for it. Going into this episode, we had three hours of content, which is about one and a half to two times more than a regular episode. And I realized pretty quickly on that either I would have to do something different or this episode was going to be the entirety of November. So I ended up adopting a looser editing format for this where I used software to help me figure out some of the breaks and used a little bit less music than I normally would. This isn't a style that I'm planning to use for any of our mainline episodes, but I'd still love if you could tell us what you think about it, because if possible, I might start using this for more bonus episodes or for things during our mid-season break, just to make sure that those don't dominate the schedule like they usually do, and that we can keep having bonus episodes while staying at a regularly fair schedule. But, of course, I only want to do that if these episodes are still enjoyable to listen to with this style, and if you find that the editing makes it a bit harder to listen to, I'd love to know that as well. Something that definitely doesn't make this episode harder to listen to is the voice work of Aaron Cateno Saez who has returned for the second year in a row as the voice of our one and only Victor Damon. When he's not being our vampire bartender, Aaron is the co-host on All My Fantasy Children, a character creation, world building, and storytelling podcast where each week he and his co-hosts take a listener-submitted prompt and use tabletop role-playing games and random results tables to create their backstory and develop an original fantasy world. And it's really, really fun. All My Fantasy Children is the kind of show that's focused on really fleshing out the characters in the world and exploring those folks who don't get big stories in fantasy worlds, such as 
the hired help Victor probably has. I mean, he's a vampire, but he's still gotta rest sometimes. He gotta take you time. In addition to co-hosting All My Fantasy Children, Aaron is a player on Skyjack's Courier's Call. Skyjack's Courier's Call is an all-ages actual play podcast that follows four Sky mail deliverers. I'm not kidding. That's what it is. And it's awesome. Whether by skyship or on the backs of giant birds, someone's got to deliver the mail, and it's up to the apprentices of the Swiftwell Courier Service to do the job. If you're interested in either of those projects of Aaron's that I've mentioned, you can find links to those below, as well as a link to a third show, which is unrelated to Aaron, but I thought fit the Halloween spirit. And I've actually got a trailer for this one, so I am going to not give any more preamble and just let you have a listen. Hi there, my name is Remy Stanford. I'm the creator of this podcast and I'll be your host in the upcoming weeks. So, what is the spooky sapphic storyteller? Well, for now, it's just me and my dog, Ollie, chatting to a microphone alone in my cabin in the woods. Well, I'll be the one chatting, not Ollie so much. (laughs) Anyway, being one of the very, very few gay people in North Carolina is pretty lonely, so I thought I'd start sharing my experiences. Hearing other people's stories helped me so much when I was in the process of coming out, so I figured I'd give my own show a shot. Of course, this isn't just for people new to the community. We'll be diving into a variety of LGBTQ topics, such as mental health, friendship, and queer representation in the media. My goal is to create a discussion around these topics, and I hope you'll participate through social media. I'll also try my best to get my friend Bowie Bird on here, both for the gay stuff and the paranormal. While we both work as reporters right now, we kind of have a little side gig looking into paranormal activity. North Carolina may be a little bit lacking in the queer population, but it has lots of cool, creepy folklore and being out in the woods and working in an old small town, we're bound to stumble across something spooky soon. So stick around to hear more about LGBTQ topics, living in the middle of nowhere, and whatever ghostly happenings Bowie and I come across. Episode one will launch on Monday, September 14th. In the meantime, come say hi on Twitter at TSSS underscore pod, or on Instagram at Spooky Sapphic Storyteller. Talk to you again soon, and until then, stay spooky. All right, that's all I've got for you today. Our next episode will be releasing in a week and a half on Monday, November 9th, but if you'd like additional content before then, you can find stories, artwork, and behind-the-scenes insights at patreon.com slash questfriends. I'll see you there. With a massive, agonizing groan, the two giant front doors of Henry Hyde Castle slowly open up, and inside is a warmer light than you've ever 
seen in that castle before. It starts with a single, small orange flame. The next to it, another. And next to it, another. Until, as if walking through a horrific parted sea, Hopscotch alone walks forward through a sea of lit candles. And at the end, sitting in a small, humble chair, slouched over like someone who is barely clinging to life, is a small figure who just kind of moves her head a little bit in response to him. And Hopscotch makes his way to the throne and says, Well, howdy there, pretty lady. (laughs) I've uh, brought something to you. Something I think you'll like a fair bit. And he grabs a small book of ants that I'm going to say Hop got out of library access for Misha the Reed on the road trip. And he just kind of throws it to evil Ellie's feet. <sighs> well, I, I thought you would like it. It really brightens the place up, don't you think? <laughs> and he just kind of looks back at the door and his eyes bug out a little bit. And then he just takes a moment to breathe, slicks back his hair. Speaking of, might I say that this new light really illuminates your radiance, ma'am. If I can say so myself. (sighs) Well, okay. Okay, you know. (laughs) I'm just saying that a woman of your beauty just languishing here by herself. I'd wager that isn't what you really want. And as he says this last line, because I can't continue doing this. Are you giving up so soon, Kyle? Please give up. We fly back to the door where we just see Nestle taking this giant cloth and daintily draping it right in front of the doorway on the ground. You see, when you have a cheesecloth, what you are actually making is cottage cheese. And then Ness will take him by the scruff of his little sweater vest and bow tie and go nobody cares about cheese making (laughs) just shaking him as if this has been going on for a very long time and he has been bottling this up for that entire time so yeah you are all outside of henry hyde castle the doors are still open and you're all kind of leaning on the wall super sneaky like if I remember what you said before we recorded this part of the session, even the lady beetle is like behind some bushes, just all hiding. Occasionally one of you might poke your head in to listen to the catastrophe happening inside. Ellie is poked her head in once, realized what was happening, and didn't again. Misha is the farthest away, like if there's like a little tree further from everything else, they are there. Just their head poking out a little <laughs> bit from behind the tree. Oh. Hopper probably like wanted to keep tabs on Hopscotch just to see how the beginning of his plan went. And then Hop started saying the words that he was saying. And so Hop just stopped and like just his hands are over his eyes and he's looking down. I don't know why he chose this approach, but as long as it works, it's fine. It's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine long as it works great and then looking down at the cheesecloth hop will turn to nestle and be like so this this will do what we want it to do right unlike your friend there and nestle <laughs> will be like oh he's not my friend <laughs> 
Righto, mate, it'll work just fine. Ness, by the way, is still holding him by the scruff of his little sweater vest <laughs> and like shaking it back and forth. So this should be punctuated with like eye rattle sounds, like when you put a plastic ball in a, in a jar. This cheesecloth, because it excels at separating things from other things when you are making artisanal crafts, should work really well on the application you would like to use it for. Although it is not artisanal crafts. Artisanal stratic life. So to make sure I understand this correctly, you have a cheesecloth. Yeah. Which, as we've mentioned before, this is over a hole. Mm-hmm. And you want to use it to separate Yes, but things. you're missing a key part of it. A key part is that there's a rug. Yes. As well as the cheesecloth. <laughs> Between the cheesecloth and the hole. So if we get Ellie to chase Hopscotch over here. Okay, so that, that's your part of the plan. And his plan is to lure, right? His plan is to lure. You explicitly wanted him as bait. Yeah, so his plan is to lure, which he took as to allure. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. And we're going to transfer back to him as he's just like reposing himself into like like a sexy sexy fashion i don't know he's draped himself on a very particularly large candle burned himself a little bit like ah, ah, and then just put his hand back now as a kind of lone ranger myself i understand the appeal but again it's gotta be awful lonely in here you don't go seeking out multiple dimensions unless you and he points to his chest, missing a little bit of a universe in here as well. <sighs> Speaking of, that book right there actually came from another universe. If you'd like, we can maybe talk a little bit more and I could get some more comfortable gifts for you. Oh, excuse me, what was that? Ah, uh, Zoe, what's one of those? You want one of those things? And it's at that moment, you just hear a flap, and from outside you hear a cartoon, whoa, as Hopscotch just flies out of the building. He skids right in front of the carpet, then pops over it, and just kind of skids down the road like an aggressively thrown skipping stone. I thought he was just going to get fucking stabbed. And you hear a massive boom from inside the building, as if a ton of metal had just risen and slammed on the ground. And you keep hearing that drag across the floor, as from the inside, we can see evil Ellie slowly rising up and her head still down, stepping forward and forward. And her voice changes from a whisper to something much more aggressive. I know that you're here. I know how you try to stop me, but our love cannot be stopped. I will collect everything related to Carl, except for one. And you can hear her getting closer and closer. She's about five feet away. Zoe Badge, a personification of a betrayal from a traitorous Ellie. I will take everything and make it part of the collection. But this thing and the traitor who spawned it. And at that point, she is outside of the door. 
and she just turns to look at you, Ellie. Ellie would have... <sighs> Ellie's gonna a little bit, maybe, slightly, you know... Roll the attack. Not... Roll the attack. <laughs> totally gonna ruin the plan. No. Let's do this. No, it's Roll okay. The it has to be well, done. Well, well, We have a plan well, B. We have a plan B. What is a plan B? <laughs> we Roll don't have the... a plan B. Roll the attack, Emily. No! Okay, great. Are you putting any effort into it? I'm gonna put in two levels of effort and i'm going to use thrust which is one point of extra damage with a sharp weapon a seven i'm she she threatened zoe and she said that she was an abomination and it's deserved it's warranted give her a chair she walks closer and closer and she's about to step onto the rug, but Ellie cannot take it any longer. Don't you dare say her name. And Ellie jumps out, hitting evil Ellie. But where normally you would see flesh, it just kind of scrapes against metal. And both of you are pushed back a few feet away from the cloth. And you look up at her, and you can see underneath her hat two brightly glowing red eyes. Now let's talk about names for a second, because every evil version besides Evil Shot got a fun, cool name, right? Evil Ness is Nestle, Evil Hop is Hopscotch, <laughs> Evil Misha is Ashim. Well, Evil Ellie, her name isn't Ellie Badge, or even Ellie B. It's Ellie Beads. Oh my god. I wasn't expecting. From behind <laughs> her, you hear a fierce buzzing. And like giant devil wings, two 10 foot tall wings made out of bees fly out from behind her back. And I want everyone to take one XP for what still feels like a GM intrusion. Also roll me initiative. Uh, What? As combat starts, Shock is just going to say, time for plan B. Time for plan B. (laughs) At the same time, evil Shock says, time for plan... uh, <laughs> All right, what did everyone roll? I rolled an 18. You have to roll first to know what you rolled. I rolled an 11. You rolled a 12. I rolled a 1. <laughs> but it's just initiative, so it's fine. Yes, yeah. So it's fine. I realized I made a mistake here because it's in the order. It's 18 Ellie, 12 Misha, 9 also Ellie, <laughs> but different Ellie. <laughs> Also Misha, but different Misha. (laughs) And then last is Ellie. Anyways, uh, Ellie, it's your turn. Well, Ellie Bees has threatened my daughter. So I've I've mapped this out. Let's put in three levels of effort. Okay. I have an asset on any attack roll on a previously attacked enemy. So that's that's another one. That's four levels. four. And then I want to spend my XP as another level of effort. Okay. And I rolled 16. Nice. So what did you you. do? Okay, so it succeeded, but what did you do? I feel like... (laughs) I didn't think this part through. I thought through, (laughs) let's just put a bunch of stuff into it, but I didn't think how I would actually hurt her because, like, she's metal, right? And bees. Yes. (laughs) The worst combination. Rip and tear. Just knock her on her back. 
Yeah, can I try to knock her over cannonball style? Sure, it won't do any damage. With my claws outstretched. Well, it still won't do damage, because <laughs> you're inducing an effect. Fine. She's made of pure metal. You're not going to hurt her. I'm trying to be helpful, you, Kyle. Maybe, maybe the claws impale her into the ground like yeah. lust from Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. What if I there. impale her onto the ground? Okay. <laughs> okay, you jump out, you stab her. Yeah. And you impale her, and she's on the ground. It is now Misha's turn. The thing is that, like... Both out of character and in character, I think the emphasis on not fighting it head on means that using countermeasures, with re which requires touching her, is the wrong idea. So, like, one of my ideas was literally try to use fling on shock so that he got the fuck away when he's like, time for plan B, because Misha does not want this, and even though... Tom out of character has been stubborn, and Shuck in character has been stubborn. So, Tom, what was your plan? What was Plan B? Well, if I if I get a turn, I might get a chance to describe it. Are you saying I will definitely not get a turn? Well, use your plan because now Misha's going to try to stop you. So we need to know what. Well, Shock was going to leap out from the brush, like behind Leb's. Just like tapper with his right hand to activate the countermeasures glove and then thereby like shut down Ashim's magical powers at the very least and ideally just split the two of them apart. Oh, that's a good plan. That's that's a good plan and maybe was a good plan. Uh, Ari and Tom, I think it's time to do opposed roles. Um, um, you said one time that part of Ness's mechanics could be used to aid another player in doing something. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is that Ness, not a fan of the buzzing when that happened. Oh, he does no. not like LEBs. This is a turn he was not prepared for. And he is also not prepared for Jacques to leave. So Ness is actually going to aid Misha's role. Oh! I am so sorry, Tom. Ari, uh, give give your fling roll. Okay. I'm spending an XP before anything happens. Can I expend an XP and... Is it legal for us to cancel out each other's XP? <laughs> Isn't that saying no, Kyle? Uh, no, because you're just adding each to your own score. I want an XP and three levels of effort. I want an XP to do a tactical far step to avoid the fling. Okay, so Tom has his XP, which is one one step easier, so Tom gets a three added to his roll. Ari has one XP, three effort, and Ness, which means <laughs> she adds five levels or 15 to her roll. Am I allowed to add effort to a defensive roll? Yeah. Oh, then in that case, let's add five levels of effort. <laughs> okay, so Tom you know, has six steps. Ari Tom, has five. Chuck, no, it's too dangerous. I have to do this. You don't have to do it. We have another plan. It's the only way. It's not the only way. I rolled a 19. What? <laughs> did you roll? Did you roll a 20? I rolled a two. <laughs> I have to do this. It's like his team rockets blasting away again. <laughs> Just I have to do this. Shock died that night. <laughs> no, Flung no. off the edge of the cliff down from Hammer and High Castle. <laughs> oh, where's where's Shock been flung? Uh, if there's like a patch of like bushes or something that is not very 
Like Misha doesn't want to hurt him. They just don't want him to be in the way of danger. Okay, so, so Tom, you're like you're you're down at the bottom of the mountain in the one <laughs> bush in Henry Hyde Castle. In fact, no, because in Legrash they don't have any like plants and stuff. There's not a whole lot of bushes. <laughs> So it's just a tumbleweed, which now has shock tumbling inside of it. <laughs> and while that happened, Misha will be, I'm sorry, Shock! Now that's what I need an animatic of, just a gif of Shock in a tumbleweed tumbling around. <laughs> hey, by the way, Shock, it's your turn. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm going to I'm gonna ask for something a little wild. Okay. Here's what I'm going to ask. Okay. Can I take my action as I'm flying through the air about to fall off the mountain? I'll let it pass. Because it is still after what Misha did, so I'll let it pass. Okay. But it is after the terminal velocity right before you're going to do that little anime twinkle that Team Rocket <laughs> does when they're too far away. There's a reason it's called terminal velocity. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're almost at twinkle velocity, so you got to act fast. Anyway, I would like to fire cutting light and just use a certain property of cutting light. Not exactly to deal damage per se, but I believe it is two meters of metal that I can cut through. Okay. So let's let's scroll to the correct. Don't miss, because Ellie's on top of Ellie. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, okay, so there might the material has to be level six or less. One foot of any material that is level six or less. So here's the question. Is Ellie's armor also level 10? And counterpoint, if it is, can I use that to burn through enough of it so that it is, she is now less than level 10? That's my idea here. Sure. Okay. All right. I'm assuming I still need to roll to aim, correct? Considering you are hurtling through the sky, yes. All right. I imagine that would be a bit of a setback. I'll spend another five levels of effort. How much do you have? I have intellect to spare. It's a 14. Oof. I guess that's level four. Five levels of effort. Oh, no. So that would be, you did five levels of effort. Oh, no. Ellie is level 10. Oh. So we just see a beam of light cut through the sky. Super dramatic. And then just tink, it tinks off evil Ellie's armor and just burns a hole in the ground like a laser pointer reflecting off of a mirror. Ellie will like, oh, watch where you're at. Where's Shuck? <laughs> he's safe. What do you mean he's safe? He's safe as he flies <laughs> into the distance. No, Misha, why? <laughs> <laughs> and at that, evil Ellie looks up at you, Ellie, and she shinks oh, no. out her hands, and out of each finger, like Freddy Krueger, comes a claw. A claw comes out of each of her ten fingers, resulting in eleven claws. And she's gonna swipe at you. Alright, I'm gonna put in two levels of effort. Yes, two levels of effort. It's not gonna be enough, because I only did two. Yeah, take 11 points of damage, one for each claw. Oh, no. Ah, actually, she would have a Zor steal, too, wouldn't she? Take 22 points of damage, oh, two for no. each claw. Oh, my claw. God. Oh, see, That's so many so points. 22. And after she just claws you to the side, Ellie Bees rises up on her giant wings. And oh, suddenly, no. her eyes that are red glint even brighter. Because Ashim has the same spells as Misha does, 
Oh, please, no. But stronger. No, no, And as no, she no. rises up with no, a flutter. No. If only this wasn't happening right the now. Cheese claw. Well, but what if you had rolled like a one? Like, like you rolled a two in the in the protection You do thing. have nine might. Cheese cloth starts to flutter as a wind comes in. And so do little pebbles, rocks, higher and higher. No, not my cloud. And then with a... You just oh. hear a giant boulder break off of the mountainside. And all no, of you... I'm, I'm not going to have you roll, but you won't take damage. All of you are lifted up ah! in a giant version of the matter cloud, the matter tornado. All right, uh, Hop, you're in a tornado, just floating around. There's a cheese cloth. There's Nessa Nestle. You've watched so many betrayals. People are going rogue left and right. They're not adhering to the plan. I have one plan. <laughs> I'm going to be using my XP. And my plan is, it involves a couple steps. So hear me out. I want to take the cheesecloth. I'm going to, I was going to put it in my defibrillim to make a net gun like they have it, like t-shirt guns, but with the cheesecloth. And I was going to use my snipe ability to just snipe evil Ellie with the cheesecloth. And we're going to flavor it as a lasso snipe. It's going to be amazing. What does snipe do? Uh, the difficulty of the attack is decreased by one snap. And if it's successful, it inflicts four additional points of damage. But I'm not really trying to damage. I just want the net on LEB because then it will hopefully... Make it two steps less, Kyle. Make that ruling. No, it'll be one step less. But how much effort are you using? Um, five. All right, so the cloud is rising. Ness is probably like, whoa! As like, Nestle is just sitting there drinking his tea. Nestle is still spouting out facts about cheesecloth. <laughs> but I don't know enough facts about cheese making and cheesecloth to continue to spout that, but he is still fucking going. <laughs> Nestle sees like an agate fly by amidst the matter cloud and is just like, oh, now this beauty, this is quite an exceptional specimen. As you can see, an agate is formed within the spinal column of this it's fossil. really hard to do an accent with the Nest voice, isn't it? It's impossible. <laughs> fucking it's impossible. Fucking impossible. Um, oh, so Ness is um, just throwing rocks, but at Nestle. Not it, not it. LEBs. And Hop takes the shot. <sighs> Ellie, please. Ellie, Ellie, please. Should I get a 12 or higher to win? Just a 12 Ellie, or higher. Ellie, please. Ellie. Just a 12 it's, or higher. It's, that's my second one in a row. I've only rolled two. <laughs> and I should just try a new tack, which is using the same die for the whole session, and it's my second one. Does the cheesecloth really? just fire backwards no. and hop joins shock at the bottom of the mountain? <laughs> we flash back to the Damon Saloon. There's a disturbance. Reality itself inside the bar seems to flutter a little bit, and, like, things start to float, and Victor Damon just looks around. Hmm. Goes back to cleaning the bar. Hmm. This is going to be one of those specials that are not canon because everybody dies. Huh? Roll me a flat d20. Uh, eight. So there was a condition. It was a 50-50% odds. Great. Top half? No! There's a round two. Bottom half? 
there isn't. Oh no, I'm sorry. Why'd you make me roll? Misha and Ellie, you watch as the tornado picks up more and more. The candles on the ground start to fly around the space. They remain their brightness despite the winds trying to extinguish them. But surely enough, one by one, they all extinguish until there are eight candles left facing each other, opposites. Two of the candles go out, then two more, then two more. And then finally... Wait, 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 wait. What exactly do you think you're doing? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm finishing the story. Hallie rolled really badly. Like, she rolled poorly. I made my rules clear. But that's so dark. Well, it's Halloween, Victor. It's Halloween. What do you want me to do? I don't know. Why don't you give the players one of those critical dice rolls they like so much? I'm not just giving Hallie a free 20. Oh, I think you are. No, I'm not just giving Hallie a free 20. Fine, fine. I guess I'll just have to let everyone know of your ill-advised YouTube career. Hallie, you rolled a 20. I love Halloween! (laughs) (laughs) That's why I call it Halloween. So Ellie Bees continues her speech, getting louder and louder, and then suddenly, I will destroy every- Her mouth is covered and tastes vaguely of curds and whey, as just with a bloop, 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 much deeper, she falls onto the ground as the rest of you gently float down from the tornado like fucking Princess Peach at the end of, <laughs> at the end of any Mario game. So how do you, do you just wring her out? Do you like take the cheesecloth and just roll it over? Yeah, that was the plan! (laughs) Now she's like in, you know, she's not as mobile as she once was. So we can all just... Someone's gonna have to take over a little bit for Ellie because Ellie's gonna try to punch it out of her. Oh, no, no. We're gonna stop that. Ellie's like, no, Ellie, Ellie, productive, productive, productive. Put it all in the ringing action. Put it all in the ringing action. I gotta ring it so hard. While they're ringing her out, Chuck, because this was my plan. I was queuing everything up if we went to round two. I was so excited for Chuck's second attempt. Chuck is gonna like far step, arcing himself up into the air above where LABs would have been. I believe from Persona 5 Royal playing in the <laughs> distance, twirling down like he's Joker to try and do another countermeasures grab, and then he just lands. Oh. All right, well, all right then. And Evil Shock just looks at you, gives you a thumbs up. I don't need your approval. As we can see, the two ferocious lights of Ellie's bee's eyes fade as she gets disconnected from her patron, Ashim. Evil Shock just gives you a thumbs up and says, I got the Ellie bees. I got her. <laughs> Me. From the ground where she's like been ringing out LEBs, but is also impaired and stabbed by 11 claws. Did you now? And as you do that, Ellie, you just feel kind of gently Misha's head just flop onto your shoulder and then flop a little bit further down and then flop uncomfortably backwards. I'm gonna catch them they're gonna be bent at an awkward angle because i'm oh. too short but oh they're bent at all angles oh no you oh, look no. down and you see this 
plain-faced, expressionless Misha Jarvis. Uh, uh, looking more like a robot with a still, you know, a, a, a face meant not to move like an animatronic, but just still. It goes down, you can see this central column and cords connecting their head, which is struggling to stay up to the rest of their body, which is worn down after, uh, let's say, 45 years or so of lack of use. God. And a couple of hands on this evil Misha's head pick it up, and it looks at all of you and says, You think you could stop me so easily? Ellie will, like, push them off and be like, Ugh! Ugh! Misha will just pop their head from behind the tree <laughs> and be like, Yes, we can! And then go back up in behind the tree. Next, from also behind the tree, pokes his head out where Misha's was and goes, yeah! And then goes back. Where Where is the book at this point? Wait, are you talking about the book that, what is it, Hopscotch gave LEBs? Yeah, the ant book. Uh, I'd say it's at one of your feet, like it tornadoed around. All right. How funny you stick to such a useless... And they kind of just flop their arms around ineffectually. When I find a new, better one, I will stop you for sure. Yeah, that's right. Get out of here. Go go, go get off to the 2021 holiday special. <laughs> I guess when, when, when they say that, Misha will kind of try to make contact with Hopper and say, Sure, that form you're in is not the best. I'm sure you will find a better one but just not in here. And like try to kind of cue Hopper. Okay, out of out of character, it's we want to trick them because we want them to think it's like a cool big living ant they can control, but it's actually a little ant and a pop-up book. So we have to figure out a way. Shadow puppetry, we have to do something like that. Yeah, sure. Some of the candles are on the ground next to you. We're going to do some shadow puppetry. Yeah. I'd like to roll a shadow puppetry roll. That is not a skill that Hopper has. <laughs> Could it be my flex skill? Could Shock help? Sure. Shock is specialized in sleight of hand. Oh my god, you're specialized in sleight of hand! Uh, Shock and Hop! So how about Hop speaks while Shock is just like using this little book to make a shadow puppet and make it look like this big scary monster is on the wall. Perfect. So after getting the visual cue from Misha, Hop is trying not to look in Shock's direction, not to give it away, but he'll say... Yeah, I mean, a better form. You're gonna fi- you're gonna have a hard time topping bees. The only thing worse than ants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that's in character, and then suddenly I remember that wrong. You feel a weight on your shoulder, and you can just feel a finger gun coming as Hopscotch leans on you. Does a finger gun point to Ashim and says, "The only ferocious monster I'd bet on over bees." Would be an ant. And the finger gun goes from Ashim and just points over to the shadow on the wall. Hopper's fucking furious. And Hopscotch has to deliver that line because he flubbed it. He's so fucking mad. He just stands there, thousand yard stare, staring straight ahead as the rest of this happens. And Shock and Hop, give me a roll. Just a flat one, no effort. Uh, 10. I had a 7. And Hopscotch rolled an 11. So thanks to Hopscotch's efforts, in particular, (laughs) Ashim looks- Built up these skills over it. At the shadow. Why didn't you let us use effort? 
I have never been angrier. The only time is after is after questionable measures finale. That is the only time I have ever been this angry. Did you roll another one? I missed. No, this. I just rolled a ten, and Hopscotch rolled an eleven, so he gets the credit oh for the win, and I don't have any calming jasmine tea on hand at this point well, in time. Well, now you know how Alex felt when I rolled a ten and Madeline rolled a fucking eleven. <laughs> What? What was that sound? Just keep going. Just keep going. I'm gonna mute myself, but this is all gonna be on my recording. lights looks at the shadow on the wall I'm so fucking mad and then without even looking I'm just so fucking mad a bright crimson light erupts it almost blows out of Ashim's eyes and then suddenly that red light congeals into this small little ant in a little pop-up book Fuck. which shock is just able to close slam it shut nice All five of you have now left Nestle, Hopscotch, and Evil Shock behind. With pleasure. And have made your way back into the Damon Saloon, haggard and tired, in both character form and out of character. Oh, had a fun adventure, did you? No. Not even slightly. She had 11 claws. Your concept of fun is very strange, and I do not agree with it. It never happened. We're never going to talk about it again. robot that was in Ma- on Mars and that just oh, ended up... Oh, no! <laughs> the one that sang, like, happy birthday to himself? Why would you do this? <laughs> yes, <that> oh, one... <laughs> we're, like, we're not even four minutes into the session and we're all really sad already. <laughs> Why have you done this? I don't know if my AU's gonna work considering that you're all the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to phrase properly a, uh, Shinyap, whatever, however we pronounced the last name that Maya said the doppelganger for <laughs> Nick was. Oh, that's right. That's right. Evil, evil Misha is just a mobster. God, that would have been so, that's so much better than my plan if evil Misha was a was a mobster. Hey, it's me, Misha Jarvis. What? No, that just sounds like Virgil. <laughs> Maybe that is Misha in the alternate universe. It's Virgule, oh, but... No, please! Oh my god, I love it so much! Virgule, but with legs please. and a mobster, and then... No, no! And then the Virgule of the other world is just like Misha, but they're a marionette and hang from the ceiling and go around on rails. <laughs> what I love it! Fuck! No! Why? It's very scary! So... No! Simon!
instead of Simon because he's Hopper Simon instead Scott. of Hopper. I love it. <laughs> God, no. that's amazing. It's because, no. it's because to Misha, they always have been saying Hopper Scotch, but it just comes as Simon because it's just messed up. <laughs> so they right. use her Simon oh. Scotch. But then they're saying Hopscotch. Oh no, that's really fucking cute. As the only nano in the world, they have a whole lot of power, so... What? They're just kind of using the data fear. Ellie is the only nano in the world? What do you do? Well, I used to hit people with my staff, but then I lost it. <laughs> and I can't find it again. <laughs> you set yourself up for that one, Tom. <laughs> you set yourself up for that one? <laughs> What's, what could be wrong right now? <laughs> what could possibly be wrong? I am upset by so many things, and none of them are in character anymore. I'm upset by Kyle's winking. Yeah! It's really... oh Yeah, it's a lot to deal with. Uh, I designate Ellie as innocent, because then she gets an asset to her speed defense role. You are innocent, Ellie! Only the one Ellie, though. Only the right Ellie. <laughs> getting a new die yeah i'm getting a new die can i also get a new die for this roll you already you you saw i definitely already your... didn't do it's fine fine i guess i'll have to let everyone know about the time you guessed it on all my fantasy children and didn't know any table results you brought nothing to character creation you brought nothing to world building nothing at all 